A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible Resistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to the following on podcast with TalkSport. I'm Andrew McKenna and I'm in St Kitts where England have completed a clean sweep in the T20 series. They beat West Indies by eight wickets to claim a 3-0 series victory. They got off to a flying start with the first ball of the match. First ball, here comes Willie now and it balls to the right-handed Shea Hope and Hope gets a full delivery and he's driving in the air and he's out caught first ball. He's gone, caught by Hales at cover. And the West Indies woes continue. First ball, a slow delivery, and Hope was on the front foot, driving straight to cover. And it feels like we are now back in Friday night. And they started as they meant to go on, as they demolished the West Indian batting lineup. Wood in for the fifth ball of the over. It's fault straight off the bat of the grounds. And 11 overs and five balls have gone. The West Indies were bowled out for 45 in that amount of time two days ago. This evening, as Cottrell goes, bold wood for four from three deliveries, they're 60 for nine. The Windies were bowled out for 71. England subsequently knocked off the runs with ease as captain Owen Morgan sealed the victory. And Morgan gets the that's down the leg side, sweeps and sweeps well. That's going to go back quarter of square into the boundary for four. Game, set, match England. They've had a clean sheet in this T20 series. They've defeated the West Indies 3-0 and deservedly so. You're listening to Following On. Six o'clock in the evening in St Kitts, and the game is already over. They're making their way out as the players are shaking hands. England now go away to uh, their dugout to pick up their bits and pieces to go up to the dressing room. The West Indian players come back to the uh, dugout just below the commentary box. I can tell you, Devendra Bishu is sat in the uh, the dugout, feet up, elbows resting on the back of the chair, and he's got a look on the back on his face that says. What on earth has just happened there? Shea Hope has just made his way with his wicket-keeping gear back into the dressing room. And now the rest of the players follow. And Richard Pibus, the head coach, is in conversation with a couple of people from the uh, West Indian cricket board. Alex Tudor has hot-footed it down from the uh, commentary box to join me on the outfield. What a bizarre, bizarre day, really, Alex, because... 
to use the phrase, it's deja vu all over again. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, we, we've we've commentated on enough 2020 games, and what happened the other night can happen. You know, when things are going bad, you know, it can go very very quickly. So, you know, and as Jason Holder said when you when you interviewed him at the end of the Macca, he said, you know, it was a bad day in the office. You sometimes expect that, but to have back to back, you know, two days later. It's just not good enough for an international side and um, it's something they don't have to look at. You know, as you said, they've come into this into this T20 with their 50 over. For me, I think they've got it wrong and a lot of people think think the same. And um, I can see the reasoning for it, but I just think, you know, when you're playing T20 against arguably one of the best teams in the world, you need to put out your proper side. You know, as you say, St. Kitts, they don't get a lot of top quality cricket. So when they're here, you want to make sure that the crowd who are here um, are, are royally entertained. I, I, they, it's been absolutely disappointing on both fronts even to the point where you know my the cleaning lady the result where we're staying came in she was not happy Macca she was she <laughs> you mean I, I, I'm not even playing in the team and she gave me both barrels I said listen I retired a long time ago <laughs> well I mean it is worth saying isn't it that bad days can happen for, for anyone who isn't aware maybe missed what we were saying earlier uh, talking about this West Indian side being their 50 over side rather than their T20 side Every team is going to play games ahead of the World Cup in England this summer. Uh, the West Indies go to Ireland and play in a triangular tournament also involving Afghanistan. But the problem is that some of their IPL players will not be involved in those games because they're playing in the IPL and therefore they elected to keep the 50 over group of players together for these T20 games and therefore you've got guys who, if it was a T20 World Cup coming up, wouldn't be in the side. They've made that decision to try and keep the group together, to get them to spend more time together and allow them um, some bonding. Well, unfortunately, they're now going to be doing it in extremis because they've got absolutely thumped once again. 71 all out today, 12 overs and six deliveries. So 13 overs uh, the West Indies uh, batted. I'll run you through the card because it's worth reiterating. Shea Hope, first ball of the match, caught by Hales at cover off the bowling of Willie, and that started proceedings. Willie got the first four wickets. Campbell, Hetmeyer and Bravo to finish with four for seven. His best in a T20 international. After that, Holder 11, Poran 11, Allen 7, Brathwaite 0, Issue three not out, Cottrell four, McCoy ten. So the top score in the innings was 11. Three players getting that, as well as four for seven for David Willie Motwood, three for nine. The other bowling figures: uh, Curran not for eight, Jordan not for 14, Denley one for 14, Rashid two for 18. In response, England have reached their target in 10 overs and three deliveries to win by eight wickets with nine and a half overs to spare. Hales went for 20, Bairstow for 37, Root four not out, Morgan ten not out. The bowling figures were Sheldon Cottrell, one over for 16. Fabian Allen, four overs, naught for 25. Jason Holder, three overs, one for 19. Bishu, nine deliveries, one for 11. John Campbell bowled one over, naught for one. And therefore, the series is in the book. It was already in the book anyway, because England were 2-0 up coming into the final game of the series and, and then it's about character we said we spoke with Owen Morgan about the toss uh, at the toss about how actually you learn arguably as much if not more about your players in games like this because the motivation has to come from within we've seen that in buckets from the England squad and by the same token we've seen very little of it from the West Indies yeah look Owen Morgan must be loving being a captain at the moment because he's got people fighting to get into the team so there's not going to be anyone just 
roaming around not looking like they don't they're not bothered every time that an England player comes out they need to perform because they're under pressure because people in the waiting wings want to play you know Alex Hills who is a very very um, good player and dominant especially in T20 it wasn't long ago that he was number one in the world at T20 um, as a batsman well he's been told that he's going to be number three when Jason Roy's sit so when he gets the opportunity you know he's going to want to he want to bat and get some runs the same with Sam Billings he's not the first name on the sheet because you know the likes of Butler Stokes Ali are not here so when he comes in he wants to prove people and say listen look I can bat I can play this game I've played some franchise cricket I just need the opportunity so you're not going to have that at all from the England team as you say on contrast the West Indies team I, I don't know really where to go it, you know they've been so good you know this series has been absolutely fantastic not the 2020 series but a series that they've played in the whole with the test matches and the ODIs the 50 overs been absolutely fantastic and they're putting smiles on faces again but I can't really describe that 2020 performance it's been very poor and I'm, and I'm being kind saying that well I'll tell you where the West Indies have gone they've gone into the dressing room at the moment to shut themselves away and presumably have some words while that's going on the England players we're just walking out now uh, around the outfield to uh, in front of where the England dressing room is, as at the far side, because the England players have actually come out and they're shaking hands, signing pictures, having some photos done, and handing out bits of kit as well to the locals. Uh, almost as if to, it feels a little bit almost like they're saying, "Sorry, we've ended this game so early for you. We, we know you were looking forward to this, but they're going out and they're actually doing a great PR exercise." Uh, Johnny Bear says down the far end of the ground, currently uh, talking to some of the uh, supporters, as David Milan and a couple of the other guys uh, just out. Uh, Next to where the pavilion is, there's a, a, a sort of a fence about 15 foot back. And a couple of moments ago, there were three or four England players all leaning up against the fence, uh, signing autographs, as I say, and having photos done. Um, to the, uh, the supporters who have, well, some of them have stayed. Some of them have, uh, have already decided enough's enough. And um, they didn't enjoy their afternoon. And, and that will do it for them from an England point of view. Alex, I mean... It's a funny old way to finish the series. They were always going to get on the plane tomorrow feeling good about themselves. That you know They'd won the T20s. But to, to, to record a 3-0, great way to finish up for that. Yeah, definitely. Owen I mean, Morgan, as I said, he's going to be over the moon. Um, you know, whoever he throws the ball to is giving it absolutely 100% because I said they want to be in this team. And then the batsmen, they're all, they're all fighting and jostling for position to try and get in. So it's a great headache to have for Trevor Bayliss, the backroom staff, and Owen Morgan. Um, they've been absolutely fantastic in this T20 series. Um, they've not let up. They've not said, listen, you know, we're 2-0 up. We've already got the trophy. We're going to take this one as a bit of a dead rubber. No, no, no. They've come out and absolutely shown everyone why they're going to be favourites um, for the one-day side. Well, the lights are starting to take effect. There's no cricket going on at the moment. And actually, the clouds are starting to fill in above the ground. And I've actually just felt a couple of spits and spots of rain uh, coming down. But uh, sadly, that's not going to have any effect. Uh, delighted to say that Owen Morgan is making his way over. Um, well, I said to you, wow, the other day. Uh, I just have to say it again, what another cracking team performance. Absolutely quite clinical today in all departments. I thought it started with Dave Willey, it was his, his day today, uh, taking four, four wickets in his first spell and really putting the West Indies on the back foot. Uh, got us ahead of the game and from there we didn't stop. Uh, we sort of went through a repertoire of bowlers and our, um, guys have been in good form with the ball. Uh, it's good to see Joe come in and bowl well. Uh, he didn't get a great opportunity in the last game. Uh, Adil, again, very similar, and Mark Wood coming in, showing that you know the rest over the last two games has done him the world of good. 
We spoke before the game about you learn a lot from the character of your team in games like that. And I think we saw that in bucket loads today. Yeah, we did. I think collectively as a unit, we talk about it all the time. We're in, we're in it together whether we win, lose or draw. And today, with not a lot on the line, guys really did show a lot of character um, and produced very close to our best game of cricket. You mentioned David Willey already. His best figures in a T20 international. You've got some talent to pick from at the moment, have you? I mean, your job is in the selection meetings. It's a brilliant job, but it's also ridiculously hard because you're having to leave out some seriously talented players. Yeah, I mean, the guy sitting on the sideline, Davin Milan, has only played four or five games of cricket and scored 450s in those games. Sam Curran, a young, prestigious talent, left on the sideline. They really are pushing the guys on the field, but when the guys who get the opportunity to play are putting in serious perform match-winning performances, it's hard to... You know, unselect them or even take the ball out of their hand. I said in the last game it was, it was difficult to take guys off at different stages. I think today was very similar. We talked about that actually before the game about not giving caps away cheaply. Is that is, is that the thinking behind this? You've got to earn your, your place in this England side. Yeah, absolutely. And I think with the guys missing out, there's four mainstay players who are very experienced and huge parts of our future and, you know, uh, present team. And when you have that many guys, the core guys missing from your squad, it does present opportunities, but you, you don't give caps away for the sake of it. Guys who come in like Sam Billings, uh, Joe Denley, um, and Dave Willey for the first time on this white ball trip have really taken their opportunity with both hands. Looking at the winter as a whole, as you get back on the plane tomorrow, how do you feel? Um, I feel quite optimistic about things. Uh, we've learned probably a lot more about ourselves in the West Indies than we did in Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka was more of a stop-start series with the weather playing a huge part in all five one-day internationals. And I think when we came here, we were tested a huge amount, particularly with, with the ball. Uh, we know what we can do with the bat when conditions are good. Um, but with the ball, we were tested a huge amount and it emphasises how good we're going to have to be come the World Cup during the summer. Listen, um, well done, Skip. Uh, absolutely phenomenal. I can't stop waxing lyrical about your bowlers. They're absolutely phenomenal. And I'm thinking you've not even got your full team here. Obviously, a few boys back home. For the people that don't know, Stokes has gone home. Butler and Ali, who most probably, you know, if we be fair, they'll most probably be the first in this first 11. But you must get so excited about this bowling unit. You know, Mark Wood comes in just bowling at 90 mile an hour. Yeah, I'm extremely excited. And when you have, I suppose, all areas of your bowling department with different variations that's the most exciting thing there's nothing about our bowling attack at the moment that is very samey and we try and go for that balance um, with an all-rounder and joe root being able to bowl as well to try and you know if you do go for runs and you end up getting smashed for 200 at least you're taking wickets throughout and it, it, it has the ability to peg things back but if it doesn't it doesn't Owen, oh, we're going to have to let you go because you've got a very important job coming up. You've got to go and collect some silver. Thank you very much for everything this winter. Really appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Appreciate the support. All the very best. Thank you. Owen Morgan uh, has got to leave and go and do something quite important to uh, go and collect the, uh, the trophy for this series, a 3-0 victory. And uh, he will be uh, up there very shortly. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Uh, Trevor Bayliss is just making his way over to uh, join us, the England coach. Trevor, 3-0. As, as, and as an emphatic as it sounds. Uh, yeah, no, if, look, we've played some pretty good cricket through this uh, well, one day series and, and the T20 series I think, I think in, in the T20s it was our bowlers that really uh, you know, set the platform for us How impressed have you been with the ruthless nature of England these last two games? Yeah look it's, it's something we've been trying to get to over a number of years so hopefully, uh, hopefully this is a sign that it's, you know, it's all coming together at, you know, at the right time Everyone's looking at World Cup coming up We've been saying, judging by the performances and everything, your selections have got more difficult rather than easier over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, fantastic, isn't it? It's, uh, it's exactly what we want. Um, I think for, uh, yeah, for, for England going forward, that's what you want. You, you, you want guys putting their hands up and putting pressure on the guys that are actually you know, in the team, and that's what we've done from a bowling point of view. Um, I was saying, Coach, that uh, you know, I was saying to your captain that I get so excited I can't talk enough about the bowling unit you have I was saying that there's lads that, who are back home because they've been rested Sam Curran's not even played but the guys who are who are getting the ball they're just showing their metal and coming in and giving absolutely 100% and causing headaches for yourself and Owen for selection well exactly I think the um, you know the, our batting has obviously been our strength over the last few years and our bowlers have sort of been unsung heroes really um, um, you know, I think just you know, obviously just recently there's been talk about uh, you know one or two other players put, um, putting their hands up and maybe giving a chance uh, for our World Cup squad. It's good to see you know, some of the guys that are actually in this uh, team uh, respond to that and show us what they're actually capable of. Trevor, just a word about your uh, number two, Paul Farbrace, has been with this setup a long time. That's his time with England now done and dusted. Yeah, look, he's been very important for uh, you know, for this England setup over the last five years. You know. You know, the work he's done not just uh, on the field but behind the scenes has been uh, you know has been fantastic and has obviously been a, you know a great help for me you know, when I first came you know not really knowing the uh, the county setup 
Trevor, thank you very much for the time, because we should explain why we've been doing that interview. I said the clouds have got a little bit dark. We've just had a mini monsoon, so thank you very much for, for agreeing and standing and getting very wet with us. No problems. This hat's better. Yeah, it's good for rain as well. It, it's a very good, it's, that's a top quality floppy hat. Yes, it is exactly uh, keeping the rail. Trevor, thank you very much uh, for uh, that. Uh, right, just going to uh, wander around the outfield and see if we can uh, locate Jason Holder, because I wouldn't be surprised if he's um, made his way towards some shelter as well. Absolutely right though, Trevor Bayliss. It is the sort of dilemma and situation that coaches want, that you've got lots of people putting their hand up, but it means you're going to have to disappoint a few people, Alex Tudor. Yeah, that's right. You're going to have players knocking on your door asking, why am I not playing? And, and, and that's what you want. And as you say, the coaches, they're paid the big bucks to make those decisions. You're not there to make easy decisions. You're there to make hard decisions. And these English, these England players in the squad are making it hard you know, when they do get their chance to be left out and then that's what they that's what they need. They need people fighting for places. That's what's gonna sort of elevate England to be world number one. As we look at the winter, let's look at the winter as a whole. Um, because England have had a good winter. Uh, actually, we'll, we'll probably come back to that in just a moment because I think um, Jason Holder has just finished his uh, duties with the press and is, is very kindly coming over to speak to us uh, out in the rain. Jason, I'm afraid to say, two bad days at the office in a row. Yeah, um, we didn't play well today. Credit to England, I thought they were outstanding with their plans and they executed their plans quite nicely. Um, yeah, obviously some reflection to be had with our team and you know, I'm not too, too disheartened to be fair and I think it's a young group and we've definitely shown signs in this limited always format that we can compete and we can win. It's just a matter of putting it together more often than not. People will be surprised to hear you say, having been bowled out cheaply twice, that you're not too disheartened. No, I'm not. You know, I mean, just look, if you look at the overall progress, you know, we've kept our ODA squad here to play the ODAs, I mean, to play T20s, and, you know, it just didn't come together with the bat. You know, if I assess the bowling performance and, you know, the energy that we had in the field, especially um, two days ago, it was outstanding. Um, and just a matter for our batters, just to, you know, adapt to the conditions a little bit quicker. Um, I felt we didn't play the wicket as well as we should have. And, you know, if we had done that, you know, we could have set the game up quite nicely and probably be defending less than 160 to 180. Frustration, I guess, for the people in St Kitts. They don't get to see you very often, and they came out once again. Um, yeah, credit to all the fans. You know, we came out not only here in St Kitts but uh, throughout the entire tour. Um, I think we've we've pretty much you know played some pretty pretty decent cricket. Both teams have played some very good cricket, and it was a good spectacle. Um, yeah, just unfortunate how we played here in St Kitts, um, but no doubt you know we'll be coming back next time around to make amends for it. I was just I was going to just say, Skip. Um you know, as, as um, Andrew said, you know, the batting display um, two days ago, obviously that can happen. I've seen enough cricket that that can happen. But for it to happen again so soon, and obviously it, lo it looked like, you know, the sort of same mistakes, like no one sort of said, you know, when you looked at, when you had England on trouble in that last game when they were 32 for four, and Joe Root with all his experience said, right, I'm just going to knuckle down, I'm just going to go ones and twos. I didn't really see that. Was that most probably a little bit of a disappointing thing as a captain on your side of things? Yeah, definitely. And, um, you know, I could put my hand up as a, as, as a leader and I didn't do it. You know, um, I didn't get in the last game and this game and I threw it away. Uh, and, you know, that's just the difference. You know, you've just got to play the situations a little better. You know, we didn't play the situation well today again. Uh, and, you know, it's definitely something we did definitely need to learn from. You know, it may not always be a wicket that we can come out and score freely on. Uh, you know, having said that, you know, I still think that our batters are quite capable of doing it. You know, just understanding and reading situations a little better.
Jason, thank you very much uh, for joining us. We're getting absolutely soaked standing here. <laughs> so we really appreciate you coming. Thank you very much for everything uh, over the last few weeks. Uh, Jason Holder joining us here on TalkSport. We're going to have to find somewhere that we can actually uh, speak to the players because I think hopefully David Willey will still join us uh, very shortly. I'll tell you what, Alex, what we're going to do, we're going to go up into the stand. That's the, about the only place that's anywhere near at the moment that is vaguely covered. <laughs> so we're going to uh, make our way up to about the first or second row of this stand uh, because we're getting very, very wet and hopefully the signal is going to uh, hold up here. It sounds like it's all right in my ears at the moment, so thankfully uh, so far so good. Well, that's come, out, that's come out of nowhere, that one. The clouds started <laughs> to build up and all of a sudden it absolutely deposited. And, well, the supporters that were hanging around um, have basically all legged it for safety and I, I completely understand where they're coming from. Looking away to the party stand at the left-hand side, uh, there's a couple of marquees that have got some stalls set up and uh, the uh, supporters who are still in there have decided to get very much undercover and try and stay as dry as possible. England victorious in this third T20 international, winning by eight wickets. West Indies bowled out for 71 in 13 overs. England knocking those off in 10 overs and three balls, so they win by eight wickets with 9.3 overs to spare. Uh, just before we spoke to Jason Holder, I was asking you about England's winter as a whole. Uh, Obviously, a dominant performance in Sri Lanka in the Test Series. Um, the Test Series here in the West Indies didn't go the way they would have wanted. Um, how do you think England will, will feel now that they get maybe a bit of time to, to gather their thoughts after that, Alex? Yeah, as you said, went to Sri Lanka um, as expected. You know, the Sri Lankan team, let's be fair, is not great. England did what they needed to do. Coming to the West Indies, I feel personally that they most probably underplayed it a little bit and most probably underestimated the West Indies scene because listen you know history would tell you um you know they haven't been good in recent times so england most probably was expecting that. a lot of ex-players were saying it was most probably going to be three nil west indies showed absolute character with batsmanship and their bowling was on point led by kemar roach who was phenomenal in that series and then coming to the one day is england just been too good um you know the 20 the 50 overs they actually came back from 2-0 to West Indies and showed some fight and gave a little bit of the public um, something to scream about and dance about again but this 20 overs has, has, has been a disaster for the West Indies and England can go back very happy and, and their preparations for the summer because it's a very busy summer for them um, can start on, on a very good point we talk a lot in sport about mistakes and there's forced mistakes and there's unforced mistakes and you'd have to say that the West Indies didn't have the greatest time of this but what you would have to say is that was because there was an awful lot of pressure coming at them from England. Yeah, that's right. Um, as you said, you know, I think uh, Jason's going to stay quite resolute with regards of, um, you know, he's going to play his 50 overs team. That's what they wanted to do. Me personally, I think they got it wrong and England were just too strong for him. Delighted to say, the man of the match, David Willey, has uh, joined us uh, here in the shadow of the stand so we can stay a little bit dry. David, first of all, congratulations. Fabulous performance. Yeah, it was great um, for us to come out and, and win in the way we did just before this downpour um, was a bonus. Four for all up front. Got to be delighted with that as an opening bowler. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's what I'm in the team to do. And, and to, to do that today and deliver that today um, was, was brilliant. Listen, David, you've talked to us um, before this, before this, uh, the game on Friday about you know you want to cement your side in a, in in a, in a team. I think you've done a tremendous job in doing that, and you're creating headaches for your captain and your coach to try and leave you out. And that's all you can do is go out there and take wickets. Yeah, absolutely. I think you know that, that 
you're your own selector to a certain degree. If you're performing, you put your keep putting your name at the forefront of the the captain and coach's minds. That's all you can do. And um, you know, I continue to try and do that and play as much cricket regularly as possible. And I think that's when I play my best cricket. A lot of people will look at the West Indies scorecard and say, "Well, they've got rolled out for that." But actually, the truth is, we were just we we're just saying there's two kinds of mistakes: there's forced mistakes and unforced mistakes. And actually, England put so much pressure on the West Indies, it shouldn't be forgotten how well England have just performed with the ball there. Yeah, I think so. You know, I think generally speaking, 2020 now, now is a, a batter's game. So um, there, there was a little bit there in the pitch, um, and they probably came a little bit hard without assessing conditions. So that played into our favour and forced some errors, and they kept coming. And, and you know, we did bowl nicely and, and continued to take wickets. Thanks for listening to Following On. We hope you've enjoyed our coverage from the Caribbean. Don't forget to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. We'll be back with you soon. Goodbye. Mai gets a full delivery, he's driving in the air, chance for catch, Chris Jordan takes it. Campbell is driving high in the air, this is an opportunity for a catch, a backward point, settling under it and taking the catch. They're just giving absolute catching practice, it really is bad cricket. Here he comes again, William Bowles to Bravo, who's on four, and Bravo gets a short ball, he's edging, that is up by the keeper, that's another one gone for the Windies. And the West Indies batting lineup is an absolute hot mess at the moment, it's an absolute disaster. And again, this is quicker, he's played the same shot again, that's clever ball. Jordan has to take this. He does. It's rubbish, Patsy. No, it really is. It's a short and it's slow, actually, and he's picked out Chris Jordan. One format he thought the Windies would be good at would be T20. Slip in place as Rashid goes in. Yeah. Ball in! Absolute beauty with the googly. And Fremian Allen is standing there thinking, what on earth just happened there? What happened, mate, is that you didn't pick the one that turns back the other way. Brack right, wait. Back race. Edges. Oh, what a catch, Johnny Bairstow. Mark Wood in for the fifth ball of the over. It's full straight off the bat of the ground. They're 60 for nine. Oh, this has been a demolition. Dil Rashid bowling to McCoy. Beauty, there's no doubt about that one. The Googlies don't for him again, the left-hander. Job done. 71 all out in 13 overs flat. Allen comes in again, and this is slopped over the top. This is right in the slot. Realistically, now he probably has to pull his length back a little bit. And that's what he has done, and instead he's just been knocked back over his head. Holder in again, this is short, and he's hit a straight to deep backward square, and it's caught on the boundary. Really good catch down on the boundary there. It's above his head, he took it like an Aussie rules mark. As he comes in again now, and balls to Beerstone, who's tailing the way and pulling out to Ketmar, who's dropped it up the mid-wicket area. Honestly, his hands this series have been absolute sieves. As Allen comes again and balls to Beerstone, who comes down the pitch and hits this high, hard and handsome. Six. It's uh, Bishop bowling to Beerstone. The bees, as the West Indies is about to be beaten. As this delivery is bowled him. Oh, that was a good lead. Perhaps heard me. And is perhaps saying, come on, Barry, give me some better than a doubt. And Morgan gets the delivery that's down the leg side. Sweeps and sweeps well. That's going to go back quarter square into the boundary for four. Game, set, match, England. They've had a clean sheet in this T20 series. They've defeated the West Indies 3-0 and deservedly so. Mom 
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.